Welcome to Enterprise Radio, the signature show of the Enterprise Podcast Network, featuring some of the most prominent business professionals in the world today. And now your host, Eric Dye. This is Eric Dye, and once again, welcome to Enterprise Radio, a part of EPN, the Enterprise Podcast Network. Visiting with us on the program, we have Ross Blum. He is the president and COO of Skyline. Robotics, a company that is changing a $40 billion window washing industry. And Ross, great to have you back with us here today on EPN. Thanks for having me again, Eric. Pleasure to be back with you. Yes, sir. And looking forward to getting an update and great to have you with us to share some of the latest. So I understand you're now really ramping things up in New York City with your window washing robot. What is the big deal you recently made with Durst Ventures? I understand you're right in the New York area where, as we had connected earlier, right around the World Trade Center area. Sure, so uh, we had the opportunity to complete a demonstration of our technology for the Durst organization. And as an output of that, I, I think, you know, we, we left them with a, you know, the, the positive uh, sort of taste in their mouth and we were able to uh, work with them on an actual investment with to, into Skyline Robotics. So in terms of, you know, what, what does that mean for us? So at, at first, like the highest of high levels, it's amazing to see how the industry is responding to our company. I think that the industry, and this goes beyond just the Durst organization, uh, you know, starting to pay attention to a company like us in a very different way. Because I think that there is a, a holistic understanding across the board in terms of the, the types of value we can provide, not just to you know, service providers and property managers and certainly developers, but really what, what automation means you know, as it comes to the world of facade access and, and window cleaning. So you know, these, these are very tough jobs and we have a lot of appreciation for the traditional way of, of completing them. Uh, but we do believe that there, there is a better way, and uh, we're, we're happy to be partnered with the Durst organization and Durst Ventures, um, you know, on sort of the next steps as it relates to what we're doing, not just here in New York with Skyline, but really as setting the tone for what's going to happen, you know, uh, across the country in the U.S. and, you know, globally as well. That's some pretty exciting news right there. Good stuff. And speaking of which, what are some of the icon buildings we will soon see Osmo working on in New York City? Well, uh, Osmo's already completed work over at the Hudson Yards complex at the J.P. Morgan headquarters uh, at 825 Third Avenue for the Durst organization. And, um, you know, we're getting going at 7 World Trade Center right now. Uh, but the pipeline of people who are interested in seeing Osmo complete work on their buildings so their teams can get, you know, up close and personal, you know, really is the, the who's who of developers, you know, in, in New York City. But obviously, you know, uh, you know, working with the Durst organization, they have a number of iconic buildings within their portfolio. You can think of the Bank of America Tower, you know, One World Trade Center. And I'm not saying that we're going to, to all their properties tomorrow, uh, but we are going to work on a plan together about, you know, how and when to approach each property and, you know, uh, make sure that Osmo has a, has a great distri distribution network, you know, for the technology, um, you know, through these sort of validated relationships where people have already seen, you know, the technology working. And, uh, you know, we're just we're excited to, to continue on our journey and, uh, you know, make the rounds here in New York City and then obviously continue on from New York. 
And of course, I'm sure our listeners are actually curious. We ta- we're talking about a robot. What does the robot actually do while it's working? Uh, get into some of the details. I know not on TV or video here. It may be a little more of a challenge, but I'm sure we'll get the idea. Yep, uh, 100%. So the, the video does speak uh, a few thousand words, but I'll, I'll do my best to summarize here. So, you know, we use the existing infrastructure that exists at a building. So when you talk about skyscrapers, a, a key piece of that infrastructure is actually the crane that's located at the top of the building. So that's called a building maintenance unit. That building maintenance unit or crane already exists at the building. So what we bring in, you know, is, is the robot and we plug that into the existing infrastructure. So rather than seeing, you know, traditionally you'll see, you know, uh, what's typically two guys standing in a basket cleaning windows. Just imagine that instead of two guys, there's two robots, you know, sitting in, in the basket cleaning windows. And how the technology actually works is we have a robotic arm that really mimics the human cleaning motion. It's a six axis robotic arm and it can be manipulated in basically any way that a human arm could. Uh, But connected to the robotic arm, we actually have a LiDAR camera. That LiDAR camera, uh, you know, which is technology that many electronic vehicle manufacturers use to sort of map the environment around the vehicle, we're using to map a facade. So we're trying to understand exactly where the window frames are, how deep the window sills are. And we're doing this all while cleaning uh, the actual facade itself. So Osmo, which is what we call our technology or our system, uh, you know, is actually scanning the facade and, and sort of painting a picture for itself of where the window frames are. From there, the robotic arm is instructed to essentially paint between the lines. So here's the sort of border that you need to work within go clean within those, you know, sort of parameters in terms of width and height. And uh, about 250 times every single second, the actual cleaning path is updated. The reason why we need to be so real time down to the millisecond is because there are real world, you know, environmental factors that happen. What I mean by that is there could be a wind gust, you know, that that affects where the basket is positioned on, on a facade. And that wind gust has to be sort of acknowledged and realized by not just the the LIDAR camera, but certainly the robotic arm itself. So the robotic arm actually can help restabilize the basket by applying about 0.25 seconds of extra counter force. Essentially, if the x-axis is off of the basket, we have an IMU sensor that's detecting that. And the robotic arm can actually restabilize the basket and continue its cleaning operations. Yeah, great job on giving us a visual on what the robot is actually doing while it's working, and uh, really great to have you uh, join us today once again to give us an update. We're speaking with Ross Blum, once again, the president and COO of Skyline Robotics, a company that is changing a $40 billion window washing industry, and he's joined us once again here on Enterprise Radio, a part of EPN, the Enterprise Podcast. Now, we're now, continuing on, how are these robots going to automate the workforce in the future as you see it and what other tasks can they perform get into some of the details there Uh, that's a great question eric so we still have a human being that's on site on the rooftop of the building sitting in front of a laptop so we look at the current workforce today as being sort of primed to upskill sorry upskill up level and candidly earn a higher wage than they're earning today So by becoming a robotic operator and not just a a maintenance technician or a window cleaner, 
Um, you know, we view that as a way that the current labor force that's out there can actually get paid a higher sort of salary as they're going on an hourly basis. So what we look at Osmo as is really like a workforce augmentation tool. So the labor force is dwindling. The, the statistics in the U.S. are that 74% of window cleaners are above the age of 40 and only 10% are between the ages of 20 and 30. It's not that highly of appealing of, of a job as it might have been 30 years ago or 40 years ago, as there's a lot more educational and vocational diversity, you know, that has proliferated, not just here in New York and the United States, but really on a global scale as well. So the talent pool that maybe traditionally, you know, may have come into the window cleaning workforce, they could be very much participating in, in today the, the gig economy and just doing you know, rides for Uber Eats or, or things like that. Um, so the, the sort of new generation of window cleaners isn't arriving in that labor force. And so what we wanna do is for those who are interested, essentially train them to use our robots and actually make sure that they can still do what they're passionate about you know, in life, which is you know, making sure that uh, high quality you know, class A assets are well-maintained. Thanks for your feedback there. That is most helpful. Now, another curiosity, and I'm sure listeners would also want, want to hear from you on this as well. Why is it so important to automate the window washing industry and how big is this opportunity? Sure. I mean, look, Eric, you've mentioned a few times the, the sort of market sizing of $40 billion. So every building in the world gets cleaned and there's a lot of buildings <laughs> that are already out there. So, you know, what, what we're really trying to do uh, you know, with this automation is just provide a better efficiency for sure, but also re we really want to have safer operation. So even in really strict compliance markets like the United States and certainly like what we have here in New York City, there are unfortunate safety events that can still happen and they do happen on a global scale nearly every day. Um, so we want to make this industry a lot safer, more efficient, and candidly, we want to provide a lot of data and insights to the, the property managers and actually the, the building owners so they can have a real understanding of not just how, how what's happening on their facade in terms of how much has been you know, cleaned on a daily basis or things like that. But the next sort of generation of Osmo that we want to bring to the market, you know, will include things like hyperspectral cameras and infrared cameras. To look for things like cracks in caulking, aluminum, HVAC leakages, or abnormal heat patterns that may be sort of escaping from the facade as well. So as ESG has become more and more top of mind, you know, for people on a global scale right now, that's no different than the priority that's placed on it within the field of real estate. But actually getting your building inspected typically only happens about every six to seven years, depending on which market you, you live in or your building is located in. By actually being able to perform services that are at least akin to an inspection service once a year, twice a year, three times a year, however often you get your windows cleaned, uh, you know, we're actually gonna fill a, a tremendously large data gap that exists for real estate owners and property managers today and really give them a new set of tools of data and insights to actually you know, put plans together to make sure that their assets are as healthy as possible. Because right now the, the core focus there in terms of uh, you know, asset management really happens inside of the four walls of a building, because those are easier places to get to than outside of the four walls. So by being on the outside of the building already, cleaning the windows, 
you know, we really do want to build additional services and features into our technology to make it more and more powerful and continue to increase our value proposition proposition to the industry as a whole. Mr. Blum, we want to thank you once again for joining us here today on Enterprise Radio, and thank you for this great news and update on Skyline Robotics. You have certainly a lot of exciting things going on. If listeners wanted to get more information on Skyline Robotics, where's the best place online to do so? Sure. Uh, so our website's www.skylinerobotics.com. And we probably update most frequently our LinkedIn and Twitter pages. Uh, so take, take a follow of us uh, there. Join us on our journey. Uh, you know, we're really excited for what's happening. And there's only more exciting things that are coming down the pipeline now. And of course, on this end, we'll continue to follow you. And as we get updates, we'll certainly love to have you back to share some of those to the with the audience. Again, folks, it is SkylineRobotics.com. Mr. Blum, all the best and look forward to another conversation right here on Enterprise Radio. Thank you so much for having me again. You bet. Always our pleasure. We've been speaking with Ross Blum, the president and COO of Skyline Robotics, a company that is changing a $40 billion window washing industry. You certainly got some of those details earlier here on the program. And for all the details, visit Skyline Robotics. And this is Eric Dye, and you've been listening to Enterprise Radio, a part of EPN, the Enterprise Podcast Network. Tune into our live location as we are streaming live 24-7 around the world at epodcastnetwork.com forward slash live. You can also find our live stream on iTunes Radio and TuneIn Radio, as well as the TuneIn Radio app for your listening convenience. And as always, we thank you for your support and for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Enterprise Radio. To subscribe to more of our programming, visit epodcastnetwork.com. This is the ePodcast Network.